you're about to enter the world of strawberry ice and the ice cave. Let's go! <laughs> to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host jeff trunnipal the ice man and as always i bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of the cincinnati reds who are going to get the game started back at 5 40 so do me a favor keep your computer on sports strawberry ice and your tv on the reds game and multitask do both at the same time now great thing happened today the Boozers lost in a walk-off to the New York Mets. So if the Reds' bullpen, do a little prayer here, can hold them off, uh, the Reds will be five games out. That is awesome. Now, if you found the show, do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,236 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, new thing we'll be doing the last probably a month or so we got super chats going on in the youtube channel that's something that's happened for me since i became monetized so if you guys would like to su uh, support what i'm doing go into the youtube channel and give me one of those super chats and i will pop you up to the top i would greatly appreciate it now having a guest on in a little while you know it's middle of summer people are going on vacation people don't want to come on there's not a lot to talk about so i went to the man matt Michigan. Matt, what's up, brother? Hey, how you doing? Love that, love that, love the, uh, love the chuff. Love, love the, love the intro there. That's great. Oh, uh, the Ken Riley one. 
I know they can rally, but but also oh, I don't I don't think you had that last time the transition uh, uh, with the uh, with the tiger on it before you, uh, last time I was here. That was yeah, awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to make everybody feel special. You take time to come on my show, so I try to make it a big deal. So you know, <laughs> um, much appreciated. Glad to be here. Oh, bro, I know you had uh, Malik Wright on uh, your show yesterday. I know because you're you're not when you do your shows. It's not uh, a special or. A, specific day i guess to say you just kind of come on when you can i guess is that the way you work your your show there yeah i mean i do mostly video breakdown but every once in a while I, you know i just kind of uh i've got a guest i want to talk to i've got something else that i feel like needs to be covered so i yeah i just kind of address things on the fly and get in when i can so there you go i i i well hey malik wright is a great guy to have on and if you guys have not followed malik on twitter you should definitely follow him because he knows <laughs> a lot of stuff most most time, what he says on Twitter is right. Because what was the rumor that uh, was going around yesterday? The Bengals might be interested in was it an offensive lineman or something like that, or, or that he was squashing? Do you know what I'm? I don't even know what I'm talking I, about. To I, be honest, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure yeah, there, there was some kind of rumor going around yesterday, and I cannot because I know or was yesterday the day before that because uh, on uh, see your Bengals uh, the Bengals podcast. Uh, Lock on Bengals podcast. We're talking about it. I think and Malik was squashing, and I can't even remember what it was. So we'll just forget that one right now. <laughs> so we are less than like three and a half weeks until training camp. I'm very excited. NFL Network is very excited because they're already saying that uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chaser, their potential breakout players of the year. What that's the storyline going into the season. But what's the storylines going into? Training camp. What are, what are the big things we we could be looking at that that maybe you might be trying to pay attention to? You know, I, I think one of the big ones that people have been talking about quite a bit, you know, and it's getting more and more buzz lately is uh, is the Jesse Bates contact contract situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bates obviously. I mean, you look at this defense. He's about the only guy left from a few years ago. Right, right, uh, exactly. So, you know, it, it would be great to, to have him around. Obviously, he hasn't gotten the attention that he deserves yet for for being the arguably the best deep field safety in the league. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Uh, and, you know, the Bengals have a tendency and they have a, they have a history of getting these deals done Right as camp starting, you right. know, let the guy come into town. Maybe he comes in a day, couple, you know, a couple of days early or something, you know, sign of the dotted line and they get things done. And, you know, look, we, we love to talk about uh, this team being cheap, um, but they're not cheap with their, no. with their guys. You no, know, not with their own the players. People they want, yeah. You know, yeah. the people, they, especially when the ones they drafted and they're committed to, um, you know, they, they'll, they'll sign them. So they're not going to be afraid to do that. So uh, that'll be interesting to see if something happens with that. During camp, you know, beginning of camp or, or just before camp starts, because uh, I think that you know that seems to be their mo with these things. Yeah, because wasn't last year like right before camp started they signed Mixon or first week of camp last year they, they signed Mixon to, to his contract. I think it was right around that, right around that time. Yeah, yeah, Mixon was a was a, a cool one around the same time. Uh, you know, Boyd was right before uh, mm-hmm. you know going into his last year uh, of his rookie contract. Um, you know, there was like their third contract, but you know, a few years ago, right. uh, like the first week of camp, I think it was they mm-hmm. uh, Gino and Dunlap, they you know they they uh, locked up. Um, I mean, they found a key, but <laughs> 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 yeah. but you know, it, so there's they, definitely a you know a history of, of doing that. Yeah, I'm not, like I said, I I haven't really been worried about it all year because, like like we've said, they they pay their own guys, guys they want to keep. 
And it's usually, like you said, right before training camp or the first week or something like that. So I, I think I'm not worried about him getting signed, but I'm hoping he gets he can add on to what he did last year and try to get some more publicity for how good of a player he is. And I think if the Bengals have a winning record, that will help out in that in that, that situation because he got completely snubbed. Let's be honest for for the Pro Bowl last year. That, that was ridiculous. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, again. I mean, I think a lot of these media guys don't even watch the Bengals. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I, and, I, and I get it. You know, like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of film to watch. But, but yeah, like, he's he's one of the best in the league. You know, and, and he's been a bright spot on this team since he uh, since he came around. Um, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to him getting an opportunity. And that's one of those things. You know, the offense uh, might be the driving force behind the wins. But, you yeah. know, that's going to be what's going to set him up uh, for, for getting that notoriety. You know, Burrow and Chase and Higgins and, and Boyd and all the excitement behind those guys, you know, that is what's going to, you know, fuel some wins and, and, and get some games flexed and get us in national TV and, <laughs> right. and, uh, and people paying attention a little bit more. Exactly. Now, that, that brings me to, to one of my – I think my my key points to this season. We all are very confident this offense is going to be, you know, elite this year. So, I'm not really worried about that. The part I'm worried about, and I think the key to this season, to the Bengals having a winning season, is the defense. Can Blue get his defense to do what he wants to do? Does he have enough parts? Does he have enough players this year? I, me personally, I think he's got the the right athletes to do what he wants to do. Now that's going to translate on paper. We'll find out. What, what, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, there's a lot of question marks there. You know, you talk about they, they, they sign the guys they want to sign. They sign their own. Uh they let Lawson walk. You know, we all love Lawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a much larger role this year, and he really stepped into, like, the true kind of starter role uh, with Dunlap on the outs. And um, and he was healthy, you know. Uh, yeah. but, but I think maybe there still might have been some concerns with how much he wanted long-term with that with that situation you know, uh, that may have led them to, to spend – probably similar money to what they would have given to him uh, on, on Trey Hendricks, uh, Hendricks, excuse me. Uh, so, you know, that, that, that's one factor with that. Um, William Jackson is an interesting one too, because they yes. let him walk. Mm-hmm. Um, now with what they paid Wayne's. Right. It was probably that that was never going to happen anyway. Well, that well, kind of brought me to the secondary because secondary is, is actually none of those guys put, I mean, that's secondary. Take, take, take it back. The DBs, the cornerbacks, none yeah. of those guys, have ever played a game for the Bengals. We have a completely new cornerback system. Yeah. Uh, so what's your thoughts on, on the cornerback? Because that, to me, I don't know if we have a shutdown guy. I think Awuzie has a chance to be the best guy as long as he can stay healthy from what I've read about him and his athletic ability and stuff like that. But what what's your thoughts on, on not necessarily the secondary, but the cornerbacks? I mean, these are really talented guys who have underachieved in the NFL. You know, they're both high draft picks. Uh, just haven't haven't hit that that potential yet, and um, you, you know you, you've got a coaching staff and a, and a coordinator who can they get him there? Like, right, that's that's my that's my fear know. right there. I I, I I call him Armadillo. I mean, there's a reason I call him that because I I I finally got to the point where I understand what he's trying to do, but he hasn't had the players to do. I think he has the players that are athletically gifted and and actually believe in his system 
you know, because Carlos yeah. not, did not want to drop back in coverage. You no. know, that was obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't even think Lawson wanted to. So, I mean, I think the guys that have come here are willing to to do that. So, I think he's got his best shot mm-hmm. at, at being a, a a good defense, and it doesn't have to be a great defense. They just if they could be like the 05 defense, which they weren't a great defense, they were just a very opportunistic defense. I think we're we're gonna be in good shape. Yeah, I mean. You're going to be in a better position, you know, by by uh, moving the ball on offense. Yeah, you know, that, that, that definitely helps you out there. And, um, you know, sticking with the with the cornerback position for now, I think Jackson was a very very good man corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was great in zone. Um, so I I think these guys are actually an improvement in zone. Okay. Uh, they had no cornerback too last year. Um. You know, I, we all love Darius Phillips, and, and I hope that, uh, you know, that, that he comes around this year. Um, but he was he was banged up, you know, for sure. And, and he you know, he definitely wasn't playing well right. when he was in there. Um, obviously, um, you know, LaShawn Sims wasn't getting it done either. Yeah. I mean, you can say whatever you want about this, this coaching staff and this defense or whatever. Right. Like, if you can't get a pass rush. Yes. And you have right. no no CB two, mm-hmm. right? What do you get? Like you got to have right. one or the other. You know what right. I mean? Like he's yeah. going to be able to balance out. And, and, and look, that's not forgiving Lou Anarumo because no, but the, but that, out, that, those are just facts. That's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to figure out how to how to how to make it work. You got to figure out how to generate a pass rush. I would have liked to see some more, uh, you know, some some more blitzing, but. At the same time, that 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 puts guys on an island, you know. Right, and if right. somebody gets the ball off quick, and they they just look for Lashawn Simpson, throw the ball to whoever he's covering really quick. Right. You know, that's going to be a problem too. So, like all the all the pieces have to mesh together. So, uh, you know, coming back if they if they can be healthier, um, which you know the the Trey Wayne's thing really just buried him. But <laughs> <Knock on wood. laughs> a, a really like a really underrated thing we don't talk about is Eli Apple. Yes, uh, you know, yeah, we we, because, that's we have we actually have depth. I think yeah. our depth is better this year than it was last year. Yeah, because exactly. Eli Apple's another guy that all the potential in the world, you know, it hasn't you know hasn't quite lived up to it in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's a lot of talent in that group. You know, and it's yes. about about finding it and, and and making it work with some of those guys. You know, uh, Matthew Meyer here in the uh, in the comments talking about Hilton. You know, I, would, I didn't even. Go inside, but I think Hilton's a big time upgrade over Mackenzie Alexander. You know, I I, right. I like I like Mackenzie Alexander, but Hilton's really good. Yes, you know? um, well, I, I can't wait to see him blitz. I, I'm gonna be so yeah. excited to see him come off the edge yes. and blitz. That that's one one thing I, I love. Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. And, I mean, really, you look at this and you look at what they want to be, what they want to do defensively. Last night when I was talking to Malik, one of the comments was about, or, you know, they're trying to be the Patriots defense, and really they, right. they are. You know, they're trying yeah, to that, position yeah. these players. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that amoeba defense, mm-hmm. and you know, you look at guys like Von Bell, like Mike Hilton. You know, very flexible guys that right. you can do a right. lot of things with. Um, you know, and, and I think. Hopefully, we're going to see a step forward from Akeem Davis Gaither. That you you see right. him developing into that too. You see him coming off the edge. You see him at the true linebacker position, but yeah. also you know out there uh, in in space uh, covering tight ends, even covering receiver. I know everybody hates it when they see a linebacker covering receiver, but sometimes it has to be done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I, I, I want to see him in those situations. I want to see him uh, doing a lot of the same stuff. You know, less the deep field coverage that Von Bell does. Um, right. So I, I think, I think uh, exciting possibilities here. 
I think I think Sample and, and Osai. I think the two rookies they, they give them more flexibility as being able to play inside and outside and also drop back. I, I think they have more flexibility with those two. And mm-hmm. if Trey Hendrickson, I'll put it this way: I, I'm kind of like if he gets 13 sacks like he had last year, we're, our defense is going to be good. You know that that's a good sign. If he can do that again, that means everything else is working because from what they've said is is like the quote unquote experts is he cleaned up a lot of sacks. You know, somebody made the pressure and he cleaned it up. Either way, you get a sack, you get a sack. But if he gets, you know, what he did last year in New Orleans, to me, that means our defense is a heck of a lot better because like you said, we're we're going to get a pass rush, which we haven't had since Carlos Dunlap was was in his heyday and that was, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. And Look, having an elite pass rusher, you know, having a guy like Lawson who who can win against, you know, one-on-one against good offensive tackles, um, obviously there's a huge advantage to that. But, like, the limitation of it is, well, what, what about when he's not in the field? Right. Well, what right. about if he does get injured? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so – That's going to be a, a key. You spend a lot of money on Hendricks, Hendrickson, so you expect him to, to, to be able to contribute like that. But right. at the same time, you know – scheme and, and the people around you have got to create some of those opportunities as well. I think you look at Sam Hubbard and a lot of the sacks that Sam Hubbard has, mm-hmm. he's on the move. Yep. He's lining up inside. He's twisting. He's stunting. Yep. You know, they they find different ways to make those guys win. And I think Osai and, um, Sample. and Sample, I think, I think those are guys who can do a lot of those same mm-hmm. things that, that Hubbard can. Like you said, they can move those guys around. They can put them all in, in, in different uh, sort of positions. Um, and, you know, that creates a lot of flexibility for you. It puts a lot of pressure on a defense, uh, excuse me, on an offensive line right. uh, that you don't know who's coming and who's not. Uh, you know, you've got to account for all these guys. And now all of a sudden, you know, you're only blitzing, you're only rushing four or five guys. Right. But they're coming from the same side. You you're know right. What I mean? So the guard, the tiger standing on like doing nothing. You know what I mean? So, um, so there's some, uh, there's some great uh, opportunities there, I think. Well, another big thing here, that Matt typed it in before I was even said it, but, uh, uh, Reader and and Shelton and I'm gonna add on to the Open Joby and Mike and Mike Daniels. <clears throat> if those four can stay healthy, because like last year I could not wait. And I think we talked about this last time you're on my show. I couldn't wait to see Reader and Gino and uh, uh, Daniels. They were never healthy at the same time mm-hmm. in any game last year. So those those guys, Reader, Shelton, um, uh, uh, Ogan Joby now, Ogan, yeah, Ogan Joby, those guys. Daniels, yeah. Yeah, those guys are huge. I think they're almost a bigger key for the B- defense as far as the AFC North goes because you have to stop the run. And I would, if you can stop the run against the Rapids and the Clowns, I'll t- and, and you keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket, I'll take Lamar and M- Baker Mayfield trying to throw throw the ball on us all day over them running on us. So I think that's another key too. Is you got those those guys got to step up and r- really stop the run. Yeah, and I, I think they had a really good game plan that first game against the Ravens. I know yeah. Lamar was a little banged up, but I think they did a pretty good job with uh, against that that Ravens team early on. Uh, it was a couple of big plays that got away from them. Um, you know, one of the scores was a was a defensive score for the Ravens. You know what I mean? So, so that mm-hmm. that game was actually pretty close. Uh, you look know, the Ravens, the Ravens, excuse me, the Browns. You know that that is definitely a concern. You know because I yeah. I do. Uh, I just watched uh, actually the Week Seven uh, Browns game that'll be coming up on uh, on the Orange Black Insider uh, YouTube page soon. Um, you know, looking at some of the main borough clips there, but uh, look, they that game, like they should have, they could have won both those games. They lost two yeah. games by like one score total. I know. Um, 
That's what I try to remind. That's what I try to remind everybody. I'm like, both Browns games were close. And, and this is the Cleveland Browns that you still have people in the national media saying, "Well, if they can get by Mahomes, they got a chance at the Super Bowl." You know what I mean? Right. It, like, right. and, and, and then they're predicting us to win two games and, and get our coach fired. So, yeah. you know, it yeah. doesn't make it doesn't add up. You, you can go to Vegas and they they have us winning uh, six and a half games. Oh, dude, I'll take that bet all day long. We're winning more yeah. than six and a half games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'll take that bet. I'm, I'm planning on making that bet one of these days. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, and, and you look at you look at how last year went down, and and you know the end of the year, and look, look Burrow didn't get hurt. They're going to put together some wins there. You dude, know, Burrow didn't uh, get hurt. I think we we might come along. Close. Yeah, we have we had a shot at eight and eight. I mean, I don't know if we would have yeah. got it or not, but we had a shot of winning at least four out of the last five games, at least, you know, because I think we would have won that Redskins, or, or excuse me, not the, the Washington Washington football team game that he got hurt in. I think we were oh, yeah. winning that one because we were throwing the ball all over the place on him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, I, honestly, I think part of the reason people, they talked about bringing in another guy. And, and look, I, once they brought in Brandon Allen, I was like, well, he's the real backup. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I thought it was really smart. Like, the coaching staff doesn't get enough credit for – like they did some little things like that, like the way they had the COVID quarterback. Yes. Um, that was really smart. I think Finley was the in-game emergency backup quarterback. Uh, and the and the reason really was because not only I mean, look, Brandon Allen didn't get reps with the team right at all. Yeah, his first, he, yeah, his first he, game. He was the COVID guy. He right. was he, he was six feet away, you know. Yeah, he was in a hotel but, room. <laughs> but you know, uh but Finley, like that was kind of the advantage of that, you know, mm-hmm. is it Finley's played in the offense. Right, right. He's been there, you know, like, so maybe you can survive a game with him. But there right. was no plane. There were, you know, but, but, but the idea is, and the, and the thing about that is, you had Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie. You're trying to get him on page. You know that he is going to be the driving force between you winning, uh, behind, excuse me, you winning games. Absolutely. So Ryan Finley, Brandon Allen, Jake Dolagala. Those guys weren't taking snaps. No. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. Everybody, not one. You yeah, everybody I mean? kept making a big deal about we got to get a veteran quarterback. I'm like, for nope. what? Uh, he's not going to play. I'm like, well, it's to help groom Joe Burrow. I'll go, I kept going, did you see him play in college? Mm-hmm. I said, I mean, he played in a pro offense. A pro, you know, he, he's as ready as he's he probably like going to get. Because he was, he was in grad school, so he acted like right. pro. He, he lived in the coach's office. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, yeah. um and, and it's, it's one of those things, too, that, like, it's just different. You know, it's different than it was when Carson Palmer came out. Yes. Like, like yes. the way they teach, uh, you know, the, the system they're using and, and the how complex it is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how much they streamline it and, and cater it to what the quarterbacks do. It's completely different than it was. I mean, a, lot of, a lot of that comes down to the contracts. Yeah, you know, and and the way yeah, because you got you got a, a short window, you got to win like now. Yes, like and the Bengals are in that in that window right now. They, they, yeah, they didn't have that window with Carson Palmer. They gave him a big fat contract coming out because right. that was because that's what it was back then. Right. Um. You know, so it, it, was, it was a different sort of situation, and now teams realize that they've got to optimize that they can't waste a year with a guy on the bench for the most part. You know, Mahomes is a different situation. You know, yeah, like, right. obviously yeah. there's some there's some guys like that that maybe need a minute. You know, maybe there is that situation, but. Uh, you don't need to go out and, and get that guy. If you've got a guy with the right mindset yeah. uh, coming into it, you're going to be fine. I think we do. Uh, Titus got a, he asked this question a while ago. I've been trying to, trying to get to it. Uh, let's see here. He said, uh, do you know anything about what Geno Atkins is going to do? Is he going to come back or is he going to go somewhere else or we just have to wait? I haven't heard anything on Geno, to be honest. I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I wonder overall what his health status is, if, if that's what's holding him up. Because, yeah, I feel like I haven't even really – 
um, like one time I think I heard about him. Like I think he worked out with the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, a few weeks ago, you know, but you haven't heard haven't heard much about that. So, um, yeah, and, you know, and, and waited to get that surgery because he wanted to play. Right. Um, so that's, that's where I, I mean, I hope he comes back because I think he's better than what he performed last year. Because I, I really, oh, definitely. yeah, his his shoulder was jacked up or whatever he did to it, mm-hmm. and like you said, he held off on on the surgery. And just because I love Gino, <laughs> you know, and I don't think he has, I don't think he has the same disdain for Zach Taylor as much as Carlos Dunlap did. So I, I don't think it'd be a bad thing. And just have Gino in here with, with him and, and, and Ogunjobi, who's he's mentored Ogunjobi. So to get both those guys here, at least for one year, I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to hurt anything at all. And right now Gino is not getting a big contract. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty obvious. So sign a one year deal, Get you know, get yourself healthy, and then maybe he can get a bigger, bigger contract with somebody else next year. But I, I hope they still sign him. But like you said, I haven't heard anything about any team. I mean, I, I'm all for it, and I think you know, you look at there's definitely that that exodus, especially on defense of the, these this old guard uh, with Jackson, Lawson, Dunlap, uh, all these guys. But mm-hmm. um, it, obviously, things didn't end well with Dunlap, you know. Yeah. But with Geno. Gino had every reason not to play last year. Right. Yes. He had a, he had a pregnant wife. Yeah. He, he's got. Um. I don't want to say it wrong. He's got either sickle cell or sickle cell trait. I, I, I'm. I'm not sure. I'd be honest with you, which one. But he he had a risk factor for COVID. Right. And we, so yeah, we had yeah he, we had COVID, he had two, COVID season. So yeah. He had two huge reasons that he could have opted out of that season. Mm-hmm. Um. And and as soon as he got hurt, he had a, they made him sign a waiver to even play. Like he could have. He could have done that, gone on injury reserve, and right. had this full contract, not the not the COVID opt out right. contract. Right. Um, so he had all the opportunity in the world, and and good reason. Nobody would have looked down on him to walk away. No, and, and he didn't. He wanted to go out there. You know, so, so that says something that right. You to know, that, whether that's... whether it's just being next to the other guy. I mean, you know, like maybe he does. Maybe he hates the whole catch coaching staff. I'm not saying he doesn't. You know, <laughs> like, but, well, but, if he does, but there's somebody there he loves. You know, there, he, there's somebody yeah. there that, that he cares enough about to to go out and compete because he only hurt himself. Yes, in terms of his is yeah. uh, you know his contract situation right now by going out there, and he had to know that going into yeah. it that he wasn't going to do anything that was going to help himself financially. One of the things, if he did hate the coach, coaches staff, the why in the world, you know, would he have played? You know, if he, yeah, yeah, he, he would opt. So, you know, I think he's he's with them, and and just that character alone. Of what how that he showed last year makes me want to sign him even more. I mean, I, yeah. I, I he's always been one of my favorite players. You know, he's he changed that position. I mean, it, it's it's it, he should be, and I think I think he's got he, he a couple yeah. years. He's yeah, got, he, I, mean, I think he should be a Hall of Famer. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, he he really didn't, and he doesn't get enough credit for for what he's done for all the years. You know, and his game is one of those things. It's sometimes these Bengals players just don't get enough credit for for right. for how good they are and. Right. Um, you know, it's a a different position, really. But you well, know, if, if really, Aaron Donald kind of came in behind him and, and got a lot of you know gets a lot of a lot of the credit. Also, the credit. Donald went to the Super Bowl. You know, if if the Bengals yeah, could have, yeah. I'm telling you, if the Bengals could have made a run at least and won, you know, a couple playoff games, I think uh, Gina would have got more more run than than he did. But all I, anybody remembers about the Bengals in those five years that we lost, you know, every single time we went to the playoffs. So mm-hmm. and that that. That's just what the 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 images of the Cincinnati Bengals is that we're a losing franchise, which isn't necessarily true. No, we've never won a Super Bowl, and yes, we've lost a lot of playoff games. And we have, I think, the longest or second active longest uh, 
playoff drought, but still, it's, we're not as bad as as it's it's made out to be. Yeah, I mean, there was that playoff streak. You know what yeah. I mean? They, they, they just they need to get over that hump. You know, they need to get that win. And and look, who wins games in in the playoffs? You know, you're, you're, yeah, you're, I mean, your defense can push you a little bit, but yeah. it's you can predict most playoff games by saying who's the better quarterback. Right, exactly. And they had a guy who was fine. He's fine. He just, he, like, I've said this about Andy Dalton. I, I, I love Andy Dalton. But Andy Dalton, I think, could win you a playoff. I thought he could have. Yeah, it never did. But I thought he could win you a playoff game if you had everything around him. And he had mm-hmm. everything around him. Now, 2015, he was injured, you know, so we'll never know what would have happened. Because that was honestly his – if you look back at his his stats before he broke his thumb or injured his thumb, I can't remember which one he did, he was in the running for MVP. I mean, he was having a, his best – He was best a legitimate season. candidate for MVP. Yes, le- yeah. legit. And that's that, wasn't, not, that wasn't just us. That wasn't no, the orange-colored yes. glasses. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just not saying that. That's not the orange-colored sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah. That's That was legit. So that's why I always wonder – what would have happened, how they would have done if Andy had never gotten hurt and he could have kept going. But obviously, there, there, there's so many what-ifs and, and bangled them. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 not even funny. But, that you know, but getting to your points, or getting back to what you're talking about, about the quarterback play, and that's what helps uh, teams win in the playoffs. And with pretty much everybody from those teams, except for, I think, Kevin Huber, I think he might be the only one left from those teams. <laughs> When the Bengals get back to the playoffs, which I'm hoping it's this year, um, they that moniker won't it'll be hung on them, but it won't. The players don't know it. They weren't they they're not there. So going to the playoffs for the first time, it'll be the first time they've they've been there. So they won't have the pressure of oh my goodness, they've won five years in a row and haven't won. We haven't won a playoff game since 1990. They're gonna hear it, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna bother them, especially. Joey Burrow, there's not a whole hell – jackpot Joey Burrow, there's not a whole hell of a lot that bothers that guy. Yeah, and, and guess what? Burrow's won playoff games. Yeah. Not in the NFL yet, but he's won playoff games. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and, and so is T. Higgins and mm-hmm. uh, Jackson Pace. Carmen and, and Jonah Williams. Like, you know, the, the the core of these guys, especially in the, on offense, they're bringing in all these guys from winning programs. Exactly. You know, like, And honestly, like, uh, you know, um, Malik Wright and I were talking about this yesterday. Like – Ryan Finley being the Steelers, like that might have been the biggest moment. Yes. Uh, because yes. that's that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there were there were two clouds hanging over this team. Yep. Like, yep. Can't be, you know, you're not you're, you're not beating the Steelers, you're not winning a playoff game. Yep. You know, so so that's a that's a huge confidence boost. And yeah, beat get get the playoff win. Knock one off. And it, and it won't be a deal anymore. You know, uh, thing- I mean, look, this got this got pushed way back. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and uh from from what it was, but you know, like there was a time when it was Peyton Manning can't win, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, it obviously, didn't one. go on to quit as long as as uh, as it did with Lewis and Dalton, but right. Um, so it, it's uh, you know, when you, when you think about it in those terms, like sometimes it just doesn't come together yet, you know, and that doesn't exactly. mean it can't happen. That doesn't mean there's a personal problem, <laughs> you know? exactly. It just, it, it just means you, you've got to, you got to get over that hump. You've got to overcome. They've got all these guys, you know, and, and they've got the guy, you the know, guy. they've got the guy at quarterback. They've got that guy with that demeanor. Who's not scared of anything. Who's exactly. not too big for any moment. Exactly. Um, and, and they're giving him some weapons too. 
Now it's it's six oh two. Do you you said you gotta get out of here by six? Do you, do you have to go or? Uh, I should get going in a minute. I can give I can give you a couple more minutes though. Okay, because I because I got one point that I wanted to make yeah, about sure. about the the Squealers win and how we won it with Ryan Finley. I put that on as I put it this way as Zach Taylor's best coaching performance because he totally that offense is completely different. I mean, completely different from from Joe Burrow to Brandon Allen and what, what Ryan Finley ran. And I, I think that was, I don't know about you, but I think that was one of his best coaching performances. What, what's your thoughts on Zach and that coaching performance right there? Yeah. I mean, I think they did an excellent job in that game. They, you know, they knew how to capitalize in, in, in situations. You know, I think they did a little better in the red zone than they, than they had even without that guy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of those things. Sometimes, sometimes an injury, sometimes a sort of situation, it, it, it forces you. Yeah. Um, to, to evolve and to be more creative and and, and, and that's just important because you're gonna you're there was always gonna be somebody bigger and better coming along. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mm-hmm. always gonna be the next guy and, and, and you've got to be able to be innovative and and to you know step up and and overcome those things. You know and and, and like the truest example of it is is in Cincinnati. You know <laughs> right, and it, right. it's, it's the great cook injury. Yep. You yep. Know, I mean mm-hmm. they were they were more of a Don Coriel you know, chucking it deep style team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden they had to figure out how to win games with Virgil Carter and Virgil yep. Carter won that guy. Yep. Um, and, and that's, you know, the rest is history in the West coast and the whole 49ers franchise and, and Bill Walsh being, you know, yeah, we hired Tyrus Johnson to sell Bill, Bill Walsh. <laughs> you know, if they had a, uh, made greater breakthroughs in orthopedic surgery years before. Right. <laughs> Maybe that never happens, you know? Yeah, I, well, if, that, if that happened too, we, Ken Anderson would have never been Ken Anderson, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, everybody kind of – well, not everybody, but a lot of people start forget about Greg Cook and how, how good he was. Now, that's before my time, but my dad told me about him, and he went and saw him at Nipper play. So that is a very interesting thing in Bengals history. What – again, what ifs. There's so many what ifs in Bengals history. I mean, I, honestly, that's one of the greatest – what ifs in NFL history because of Absolutely. the domino effect it had with the West Coast offense? What if, what if, you know, what if, what if Bill Walsh just doesn't Same. do that because he's like, hey, we got this guy, yeah. you know, and, that, and then they win a Super Bowl and he gets a job and, he, and he's right. chucking the ball deep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. What, what if Bill Walsh stay, became the the Bengals head coach and not left once to the 49ers? How many Hall of Famers are selling insurance? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. All right, Matt. It's six oh four. I appreciate, right, I appreciate you so on, brother. And uh, you have a wonderful time. Hey, tell everybody where they can follow you at and your your channel and all that stuff real quick. Yeah, so uh, I put all my stuff on Twitter, at, at Coach Minnick. So just like my name is spelled, uh, Coach Minnick, one word. Uh, you can find all my stuff on there. Um, all my video work you find on the Orange and Black Insider YouTube page. So make sure you subscribe to that. Uh, there's you know lots of other really good really good stuff on there as well uh, from uh, uh, John Sheeran and um, – uh, and Anthony Casenza. Uh, so, you know, definitely. Yeah, uh, give, I've heard of those guys. Those guys are okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, and then, yeah, you can find my my, my work stuff uh, over in Cincy Jungle. Awesome, dude. Well, Matt, as always, I appreciate you coming on. And when we get closer to training camp or maybe at training camp, I'll have to get you back on again. Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. All right, brother. Who day? Thanks a lot. Who day? All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I always like talking to Matt. And if you see me looking over this way, I'm watching the Reds game. They are winning. Four to two right now. It's in the eighth inning, and I can't tell who's pitching. But this would be a huge, 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 huge win for the Reds. If the Reds win this, they will be only five game back games back. The Boozers lost in a walk-off to the Mets. So 
which it's going to irritate me. Oh, that well, not irritate. I'll be happy if they win. Don't I'll go be happy if they won, but it's going to be more irritating because they should have won last night. But we'll see what happens here. I was hoping they just get rained out, <laughs> you know. And they, uh, they, um, ooh, and they got the uh, got the win. Myers, we got Maddie Warner's pitching in in trouble. Yeah, I see that's two. So he's two and two. We got uh, okay. Only needs one out. Got a man on first and second here. So maybe I'll do a little play by play if you guys are just watching me. Let's see what Warner does here. I, I, that's why I always say this bullpen has pitched better, but it's it's still scary every time they take the mound. And we got a pitch. Ooh, and the ball. So it's three and two. Who boy, three and two. Man on first and second. You gotta get the strikeout. You got two outs. You gotta get the strikeout right here. Come on, dude. So anyway, I, I don't know if I got to say hi to everybody. Josh, I am so sorry. I did not get a chance to ask Matt your question. Um, my personal opinion, uh, get out. Come on, catch it. Well, fly ball to left field. Foul. Dang it. Um, Deontay Smith, right or left tackle. Me, <laughs> me personally, I think Deontay Smith has a shot to be our left tackle, or excuse me, a right tackle after uh, um, Riley Reef after they're done with him, either, you know, if it's one year or two year or whatever. That's my expectation. I know it's a big get because he's from East Carolina. So we'll see. Oh, yeah, you're right, Maddie. Yep, thanks for reminding me. I can't go to this. But Sam Hover is having Foling. Oh, Jack Matt Joey going to be there too? That's awesome. Foling, and where is that located at, Maddie? Because um, I, I I haven't tried to uh, – I have tried to go to that, but I can't go because I got to go to work too early. I'm behind a minute? Oh, dang it. Let me see here. Let me see if I can fast forward here. I'm on Bally's. I'm on Bally's. You just told me he walked the game. Oh, it's in Norwood. Okay. It's in Norwood. If you need the address, uh, I think it's twenty five dollars to go there and play. If you guys have never played fulling, fulling is awesome. It's a you throw a football at bowling pins, and you have two people. You try to knock the bowling pins down, and it is a slight version of it's kind of kind of like cornhole, but the football. Yeah, he just walked tank on it. So if you guys are interested in fulling uh, tomorrow night, uh, Sam Hubbard will be there. Now, Matt, I have a question. Is is Joe, Jackpot Joey, going to be wearing a Jackpot Joey shirt? And, Matty, if he if he's there and, and you're going tomorrow, you need to tell him about Strawberry Ice. Tell both of them about Strawberry Ice and how they need to come on my show because I've tweeted both of them out. <laughs> so, we'll see. All right. I wish I could get this thing fast forward here. Come on now. So I can actually. So I can actually be up on the game. I'm trying here. It's a commercial now. So anyway, I don't know how interesting this is uh, to watch me just talk and watch the Reds game because I'm very interested in this Reds. It's a huge, huge win. Uh, What do you got here? How do you say Cassiano 
see Cassianis 13. What's up? Don't worry. It's up to your bullpen. My bullpen? Oh, my bullpen. Oh, my goodness. I, my bullpen is not it, – it, it, I, I don't trust the bullpen at all. Come on now. What happened to my thing here? Is it in commercial? Because <laughs> I can't find it now. Four to two, top of the ninth. Thanks, Beetle. Why can't I get this thing to work? Come on. Where did the Reds game go? Come on. Play. I don't know what's going on. I, I lost it now. You guys are going to have to keep me up to, uh, updated. Top of the ninth. I'm going to try to figure this out here. So I'll put this on the podcast. I might not. Um, I might cut this part out of the podcast. Because it's kind of boring to sit me sit, uh, watching me I'm trying to figure out how to get my not that where is it? All right, I don't know. Anyway, it's not working for me so i'm gonna have to get off here so i can go watch the game anyway i know it's let la- this last couple of months have been kind of boring i was hoping to do some play by play here with the reds oh here we go okay it's back what we got four to two india's india's batting so i guess he got a- he got out of the inning that's cool that is very cool. All right. Anyway, this is boring. I know you guys don't want to sit here and watch me watch me do this. I'm gonna get to the uh, YouTube channels or the uh, excuse me the Facebook groups that let me live stream. I appreciate every single one of you, Marvin. What's up, buddy? Hude, how you doing? How you doing? And uh, they are Hude Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Hude Nation. Since I Bengals the jungle, since I Reds riding third, heading for home, Bearcat Country, Ohio State Bucknuts. The Ice Bar, if you want to follow me on all my social media platforms, all of them are under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. I'm also on TikTok. You can watch me there. I do some silly TikToks and mostly talk of trash to the other teams in the NL Central and the... There's a hit by India. But my TikToks are a lot of fun, repping the Reds and Bengals and Bearcats. You can check me out there at Iceman90. I'll be pulling a sound off later on today. Make sure you give me a five-star review. I'm on BeanPod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. I am there. YouTubers, like I said, we're at 1,238 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And until tomorrow, let's hope the Reds pull this thing out and we will be five out. That would be awesome. You have to remember one thing and one thing only. Everybody all together now, remember? And that is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Go Reds. Come on, Winger. Let's go add some more runs onto this. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! The show's about to start. Are you...